Our title sponsor for Irish Sports Saturdays is Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. When you open an Elevate membership at Notre Dame FCU, you get $50 in your new account and another $50 for an eligible nonprofit like a Catholic high school, a parish, or even Redeemer Radio. You're a share of values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Angel DiCarlo, Kevin Downey back with you on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. Kickoff between Notre Dame and Clinton. Clemson is set for just after 4 p.m. in the college football playoffs this afternoon. The other national semifinal between Alabama and Oklahoma will kick off just after 8 p.m. Kevin, time now for our Focus on Faith segment. We have had a lot of good ones this year, and this one might be the best one to date. Such an intriguing personality and four-way native Drew Tranquil, the heart and soul of the Irish defense. Yeah, he's a fascinating young man. Every story or anything that I get to hear about him or read about him, he's just its so interesting um, to see how mature he is. All the things that we've hit on with all of our uh, Focus on Faith segments, but he, he is one of the more interesting people that I think will help define this team, obviously. As we discussed earlier, Notre Dame would not be in this position if not for the leadership of captain and linebacker Drew Tranquil. Tranquil is a top football player, model student, great in the community, a man of extraordinary faith, already married and will be a dad come May. He's everything you could ask for in a Notre Dame man. He's overcoming tons of injuries earlier in his career and during this season, and it's all led him to lead the Irish to the national semifinals. Here's my conversation with Drew Tranquil on this week's Focus on Faith. Growing up in Fort Wayne in the Tranquil household, how much was faith in God something that was very prominent in your life um, from the outset with the way your parents raised you? Um, it was, I would say, the foundation of our, of our home, the principles and values that we kind of based our family on were, were biblically rooted. And, you know, my dad came from a, a Catholic household and my mom came from a Baptist household. And so, um, you know, faith was prominent in, in both of their upbringings. And so they raised us to, to know Jesus and know the Lord. And um, it, was a, it was a pivotal part of my upbringing. And then when did faith really start becoming a major component in your life in terms of, you know, when you realized it was going to be a critical role in your life was there kind of a, was there kind of a moment yeah so i accepted jesus into my heart when i was 10 years old um, i remember i listened to a sermon on hell um and i was like i don't want to go there so <laughs> I, I went to my parents room and said i want to i want to know jesus i want him in my heart <clears throat> and i think at that point it was kind of a uh, a saving grace and a out of hell free card um, but as I kind of grew, I came into the understanding of what a, a great sacrifice and price that was paid for my life um, and for your life and for all my friends' life. And I realized just the grace and love of our Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, that that really sunk in, actually, you know, my freshman year here at Notre Dame. And then you originally were committed to Purdue, and then you, and then Notre Dame comes calling, and, and you made the switch. What made you kind of decide to make the switch and, and end up here at Notre Dame? It was a lot of prayer, a lot of consulting with my my parents, my now wife, and um, just trying to listen to the Holy Spirit and and see, you know, where was going to be the best fit for me. And ultimately, I had peace when I came here, and. Um, that's kind of when I decided to make the switch. And then when um, 
you know, the fact that Notre Dame's a Catholic university, a faith-based institution, did that play a factor with you uh, that you were like, you know, I'm, I'm a spiritual guy going to a spiritual university? Well, was that a factor in your decision as well? I'd say it wasn't a, a huge factor. I like I like that Notre Dame develops the entire person, and it's they focus, you know, on you know us physically in terms of you know our academic growth, um, you know, emotionally in terms of social social aspects in the dorm, um, and then spiritually. And uh, I, I definitely appreciated that about the university and. Um, being being a man of faith, I thought it was cool where I was going to come to a place where I could learn about a faith that, you know, I didn't necessarily practice growing up. Um, that was interesting to me, but I don't know. I just had a, a piece about coming here. I, I knew, I think, the network of Notre Dame and, you know, the opportunity to get an incredible education while playing for an elite uh, football team was probably the biggest selling points along with being close to home. Notre Dame captain, linebacker Drew Trenkles, our guest on Focus on Faith as we get you set for Notre Dame and Clemson in the college football playoff. All right. You get going in your freshman year, um, and then in November that year, you tear your ACL. Um, how difficult was that, and, and what was the most difficult part about it? I'd say the most difficult part was the fact I had never really encountered such adversity in my life. I grew up in a home where my parents loved me so well, and allowed me to pursue my dreams and traveled with me on the weekends and did everything that you could ever dream or hope for from parents. And I had four incredible siblings who were very near and dear to my heart. <clears throat> and so I had never really faced um, adversity like I went through uh, that year. But, you know, my parents and my family always taught me um, it's not necessarily about how you're doing when you're on top. It's about how you respond when you get knocked down. And so it kind of gave me the juice and fire to, to get back on the field. All right, then sophomore year, you're playing arguably the best half of football you've played. You jump in the air and you end up tearing your other ACL. Mm -hmm. I mean, were you just wondering what, what what's going on here? Yeah, that was a, that was a really difficult moment for me. One, and I don't even think at first it was, oh gosh, I have to go do this rehab again, or oh, why me? It was, I was like, I had a lot of great friends on that team and guys like Joe Schmidt and Matthias Farley. And, you know, for me, it was like, I'll never play with these guys again, potentially on the field. Now, maybe I'll get to play with Matthias now that he's playing well in the league, but um, it was it was devastating. And it was a um, kind of a turning point in my life when I realized that absolutely anything in your life can be taken away from you. And it really drew me into the principle in the word where it talks about our life being but a vapor. And I really realized it's not any asset or any physical thing or any um, position or power that you have on this earth that is gonna fulfill you or make you happy, but it's Jesus Christ alone. And um, your story and your testimony is the only thing someone can't take away from you. And uh, you know, I wanted to use that and use my testimony um, to help change others' lives. Did at any point during that process, did you lose a little faith in terms of whether or not football was meant to be for you, going through two major injuries? Did you wonder, okay, I, I don't know if this is going to work? I wouldn't say I, wouldn't say I encountered ever uh, a loss uh, 
of faith. I don't know the way I, like I said, my first ACL was really the first kind of adversarial moment I had really ever encountered in life. I almost saw it more as like a challenge in a, an obstacle that I wanted to be the best at in terms of recovering the fastest or being the best person to ever, you know, have gone through two ACL surgeries and bounced back. I just kind of saw them as, as challenges more than anything, uh, to be honest. And were there some difficult times and some tears and some frustration? Like, oh, yeah, I had to work through all of that. Um, but I think it it was a matter of how I framed it, and I framed it as a challenge more than a, a setback. All right, you recover again. Uh, you play all 12 games in 2016 as a safety. Obviously, it wasn't the season you guys wanted by any means. And then shortly after the season ends, you get named a captain for for the 2017 season. What did that honor mean to you? It was probably the biggest honor in my life up until that point. And, um, you know, I think this second captaincy probably meant a little bit more because, you know, it was our players that voted on it. But in uh, 2017, it was just kind of the coaching staff coming together and, and scrambling. But yet it was still an honor to be recognized by my coaches and by the administrators at the university as a leader on this team and is something I don't take lightly. And all throughout this time, you're an outstanding student in engineering. You do a ton of community service. How, how did you find time to do all this stuff and excel in everything that it seems that you touch? I mean, people people think I excel at everything I touch because they see uh, they see the highlights. They see the highlight tape. All right. So what what are you not good at then? I mean, anything that I've ever done in life is just take immense taking immense practice and immense time and effort and energy pouring into it. Like I wasn't great at differential equations. I wasn't even the, I was like bottom tier in terms of like academic, like smartness, I guess, if that's even a word in my class. Um, there were valedictorians, people that were brilliant and I just worked harder than most everybody in my class. Um, and that's not to throw shade on anybody's like work ethic, but like I just realized what was important to me in life and what I wanted to devote my time to, and I devoted everything to my family, uh, my faith, football, and my academics. And it sounds cliche, but that's literally what I did, and that's why I think I am where I am. Notre Dame captain and linebacker Drew Tranquil joining us here on Notre Dame FCU's Irish Sports Saturdays. You switched from safety to linebacker uh, last season, and then you had to make the decision on whether or not to return to Notre Dame for a fifth year or, or turn pro. And a lot of people thought you were going to go pro. Obviously, the history <laughs> with the injuries, um, <laughs> you were set to get married. Um, what made you decide, no, I, I'm coming back? Well, I think I looked at all the information I could and you know, I knew what I projected as. Um, that was a will linebacker. And I, in my mind, um, I didn't see it honorable to walk into a NFL locker room and say I was a professional at something I'd never played. And I've played a lot of football in my life, but uh, will linebacker I had never taken a snap at in my career. And I knew we had a great coach here and, and Coach Clark Lee. And I wanted to come back and develop under him and, and take this year to, to excel my game to another level and uh, be able to walk in that in that locker room and, and shake my teammates' hands and say, like, I've got your back. I, I know what I'm doing. 
um, I think that was one. And then maybe maybe even more importantly, it was just I wanted a chance to win a national championship, and that means a lot to me. And now we're in that position, and so we got to go seize it. And you know, throughout the season, you're you're playing every down of every single game. You guys are undefeated, and then all of a sudden, you you injure the ankle against against Navy, and, and you have to get carted off. You have a towel over your head. Everyone's kind of fearing the worst. Were you fearing the worst at that point? Um, I mean, when it happened on the field, I thought I broke my ankle. Um, that's what it felt like, and that's what it sounded like. Now, between that time and when I got my x-ray, um, I genuinely believe a miracle happened. I, there were just so many people praying for me and stories I heard of you know, people on their knees just um, sending prayers my way. I don't know what happened in that, you know, 10 to 15 minutes, but, um, you know, something special happened. And then when you realized it was just a sprain and you're playing with a hand injury, obviously throughout the year, um, not a soul thinks you're going to play against Northwestern. And Julian Love has kind of told the story of all of a sudden he looks over and there you are. How were you able to fight through that to, to play that week? And how many people did you have to convince to get on the field? Um, well, I think first off, like, I think a lot of people, you know, play banged up. And I think, you know, my, me playing banged up has gotten highlighted this year, but we've had a lot of guys on our team play banged up and they, they should be commended for that as well. I think, you know, the hand we were just, you know, we were able to protect and, and cast up and was it ideal? No. Um, but was it something I could play with? Yeah. The ankle was, was the thing that kind of surprised me and took me aback. Um, just how amazing the body is at healing and, you know, when you put in the time and you've got a great support staff, uh, you know, of what can happen in, in a short week. <clears throat> um, it was a, it was a tough week and um, it wasn't the most uh, joyous thing to get out there, but I was, I was, I didn't have to convince anybody. They, they respected me and in, in my decision and um they knew I was in tune with my body and knew what my body was telling me. And, you know, I wasn't going to go out there if I couldn't be productive for our team. You're listening to Notre Dame FCU's <laughs> Irish Sports Saturdays. We're talking with Irish captain Drew Tranquil as we get you set for Notre Dame and Clemson in the college football playoff. All right, before the season started, you got married. Um, married college football player. Pretty rare. So what's, what's it like uh, being in that first year of marriage but also having to worry about still being a college kid? Marriage is great. One, it teaches you, I think, how selfish you are at times and what it truly means um, when people say love is sacrificial. It's she's absolutely amazing. And, you know, she works 45, 50 hours a week and is carrying our firstborn child and moved to a new city to help me and allow me to pursue my dream. And so if you want to talk about sacrificial love, you know, Jackie Tranquil embodies that. And it's an honor to be her husband and to stand by her side. And so, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's been hard because it's, you know, I could have a bad practice, a bad day, and I get to go home and see my best friend. And she gives me a hug, no matter if I did good or did bad. And so, uh, you know, it uh, the days always seem to start on a good note and end on a good note. 
and that's uh, it's special. You mentioned you guys are expecting your first child. Congratulations on that. And and I mean, you're expecting your first child. You're married. You're in college. Do your teammates sometimes look at you like, who who are you? Yeah, man, I'm Uncle Drew. I'm <laughs> I'm the old guy in the locker room, and I'm proud to be it. <laughs> All right, uh, USC game. You guys, obviously, it was a really tough one. You're trying to complete the undefeated regular season. Uh, you guys pull out the win to finish 12-0. and You're pretty emotional after the game. Why? I mean, who wouldn't be? It's, uh, it's my last one, last opportunity to get a win at USC, something I've never done before. And, you know, secondly, we finished, you know, our undefeated regular season and that meant a lot to our seniors and to the guys who have put so much into this program over the past four and five years and you know I just I knew how much my teammates and my coaches had poured into this thing and uh, to be able to share in that moment was was special. I imagine pretty happy with that decision to come back. Yeah it, uh, it all ended up panning out pretty well. And now here you are in the college football playoff after everything that's happened, an absolutely crazy ride. How much would you love to beat Clemson and go play for a national championship? Yeah, it would mean the world. It would mean everything to me and my teammates. And we've put so much into this thing, and I expect nothing less than that uh, because we've put in the work and we've put ourselves in the position to do it. And now it's just a matter of going out and executing. And so uh, I'd love to be dancing in the confetti, that's for sure. And I don't even dance that well. So <laughs> That is uh, Notre Dame captain and linebacker Drew Tranquil. Everything you could ask for in a Notre Dame man, Kevin. And just so phenomenal on every level. Um, honestly, I think one of the neatest things about him is – just him <laughs> and yeah. obviously his focus on faith and how he's mature and the the whole uh marriage and now being a father but soon you know, to be father soon, soon to be, be father. father uh but i think one of the the things that really stands out honestly is that this has been a special team there's lots of neat personalities lots of leaders and if he is the kind of uh secret weapon or the the, the impetus behind the whole push you can see why because he's such a, a neat young man but he's not great at differential equations. That's <laughs> that's important to point out. That's the one thing he's not good at. All right. Uh, and Brian Kelly said Tranquil came to Notre Dame camps while in high school five times. And coaches kept on saying, nah, we don't got a spot for you. We don't got a spot. And he just kept on coming back. That work point, ethic. To a point that Brian Kelly goes, all right, he's doing well in the drills. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps on coming back despite we saying no. He wants to be here. Yeah. And he said we got to find a spot for him, even though Kelly didn't know what that spot was going to be ultimately. It's worked out pretty good. Auto loans from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union can save you money. Why? Because the whole purpose of a credit union is to save you money. Catholic-inspired credit unions put faith into action. Pope John Paul II called them one of the church's most significant concrete achievements. Now it's easier than ever to be a part of this. All you need is a phone. You already share our values. Why not share in our savings? For a better auto loan or refinance from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, call 844-230-6611.